If you haven't done so, don't start here. Go back to September the 6th of 2021. I released a powerful prophetic word about 5782. Happy New Year. Part 1, 5782, 2022, recap, will be the year of faith and habitation. What you might be feeling, the Lord is aligning the body with heaven. So, 2022 will feel like an alignment. (laughs) You will continue to see those who are not sold out for God be replaced with those who are because the guard is still changing. Looking back over the last three years, we learned more about intimacy with God through the words like in 2019, we learned it was all about the hand of God. We talked about the hand of God all year, that year, which has allowed pressing but not crushing. This can be seen in the effects of the personal growth. 2022 was all about exercise faith, and it will be the distinction among new leaders who will manifest out of it. I released a powerful prophetic word about faith in a prophetic alert, March of 2022. You might want to go back and listen to that as well. 2021 brought us the word expansion. He's changed our inner personality and we've learned what to say and what not to say. He has expanded us as sons of maturity. 2022, ah, the year of capacity, hosting the presence of God and living a life out of the integrity of the kingdom through abundance. We've gone from transfiguration to triumph. As a disclaimer, the spoken words and visions God gives me are very provocative and symbolic. They mean something. That means the word spoken may or may not be for you if it doesn't bear witness with your spirit or the path God has elected for you. Part 2, 5782, the year 2022, will also be the year where God will set the table. Psalms 23 and 5. March 19, 2021, I entered an open vision where I was dressed in jeans, a basic t-shirt, nothing special, of course. I was wearing my favorite gray apron, which was put on me by the Spirit of God in the vision. I found myself standing in a dining room hall where I was invited to approach a beautiful oversized table for a queen's guest. It was dressed with the whitest white tablecloth that sat about maybe 40 or 50 people. The lights were dimmed like I like them at dinner. And then I started setting the table with flatware, glassware, the finest china, 
providing soft background music for the occasion. No one else was around. But I was watching myself do this on my own, and I was enjoying it. Setting the table and placing flatware where it was supposed to be, either family style, blue plate, modified English service, of course, formal, compromised, or buffet service, your girl can do it all. With my eyes closed, I questioned, Holy Spirit, what does this mean? Holy Spirit said in my hearing, I am setting the table where you will sit and then turn around and set it for others. I am setting the table for you where you will sit and then turn around and set it for others. I asked for more clarification. Holy Spirit said in my hearing, I have drawn you out to bring you into a glorious place of positioning, power, and anointing where you will reign in my kingdom and on a throne in the earth. Others will take notice. In 1387, King Richard II of England held a great grand feast. Among the provisions were 11,000 eggs, 12 bushels of apples, and many kinds of meat, including 16 oxen and 120 sheep. In the castle's great hall, the tables were set with fine linen, cloths, and napkins. Dozens of servants hurried about bringing food and sing to the comfort of the guest. Food for today, 1991 edition, page 26. Now, place the napkins on the center placemat. Lay the napkins to the left of the plate or get fancy with it. It's easy, easier than you think. My aunt told me to place flatware with the inside but outside is its proper location, according to what you, you're going to use first, of course. Everybody knows that, according to Pretty Woman. Knives always sit to the right of the plates, and the blades always face in toward the plate. The water glasses sit above the knife, sort of where one o'clock sits on a clock. The fork generally sits to the left of the plate, with or placed on the napkin, please. Spoons always go to the right of the knife. This might be the way a basic table is set. However, God is setting the table this year. And not only will you be provided for, he will satisfy you. God is setting the table according to Psalms 23 for you in business and calling you into multi-million dollar deals that require your wisdom. He will also satisfy you by bringing you into a tribe of people who will reflect the essence that he has placed on the inside of your purpose. Every follower of Christ should have some personal and intentional involvement with unbelievers outside the faith. Why? 
Because some of your connections and relationships will be people like Cornelius and Theolophus. These influential converts align with God in their hearts, but don't have a personal relationship with Christ. Cornelius was a man who loved God, but he was a man who held a powerful position as a commander in the Roman military. He also uh, was a worshiper and highly respected in his community, but he was lost. The Gospel of Luke was written with the intention of leading Theophilus, a lost man, to faith in Christ. He was an intelligent financier and administrator. Luke knew his relationship with Theophilus was an opportunity for helping him to place his faith in Christ. He became intentional by presenting the claims of Christ to him in writing, in writing form, I'm sorry, in written form, so that Theophilus could have a clear understanding of all he needed to know about Jesus. We need to take advantage of those opportunities by being intentional. And when we are led to do so, doors will open. Holy Spirit said in a still small voice, yes, this is a ministry, but it is also an adopted way of life. God will use you to win souls, the souls of those who are religious and powerful positions. He will move heaven and earth to bring the gospel to those who are ready to receive it and give you a front row seat to witness his mighty power move through you as a vessel. So what does it mean to set a table? It means to place and arrange things to be used while eating a meal. However, when God sets the table, a lot goes on behind the scenes that we must wait for as he sets the table and aligns the players who will come by invitation. Let's take a deeper look at the table setting to get a better picture of how this might play out in your life. He will use the plate setting, which is something you place food on when you when you're given when you're when you're given the food. We can't eat in the presence of our enemies without a plate. He will provide the utensils which are tools used while dining and he will give us direction on what to pick up and when to pick it up. He will use glasses. Glasses allow us to refresh ourselves and push back what we've consumed at the table. And it appropriates the process of digestion. He will use napkins. Napkins are useful for clearing away the draws from our mouth and surroundings. It can also be used for food items that might be visible, but uncourteous. What does this mean, Amira? <laughs> what are you saying? God is working behind the scenes to orchestrate plans to bring you into uh, places of provision at the table. And he will give you the wisdom you need to maintain your position at the table. 
This won't just happen once, but multiple times with diverse people groups. Holy Spirit continued to say in my hearing, you will bring some of these powerful players into the tabernacle of your home and feed them the food of the word, fellowship through social activity and times of discussion, and you will worship together and serve me and engage me around the table. Now, this table will sometimes look at look like communion where Christ is always sitting, waiting and collaborating with us as and others we invite to the table or to the inner courts and holy of holy places of your life. I asked for clarification. He said in my hearing, the purpose is so that they might see and witness the table I have set for your tabernacled life. What does that mean? Well, go back and listen to the prophetic word I released around Rosh Hashanah in September of 2021. That will give you a better understanding of what a tabernacled life is all about. So, Amira, what's the revelation behind the vision? You are being set up to serve others by the Spirit of God to dominate in diverse industries by giving them the tools of how to reap in the harvest with a sickle. I'll say it again. The revelation behind the vision is this. You are being set up to serve others by the Spirit of God to dominate in diverse industries by giving them, who is them, organizations, companies, people groups, and industries the tools of how to reap in the harvest with a sickle. I hear the Lord saying, I have drawn you out to bring you into a glorious place of positioning, power and anointing, where you will reign in my kingdom and on a throne in the earth. Others will take notice. This is what I love and this is what I do. I shepherd shepherds and lead leaders. I am a perspicacious marketplace innovator, creator, who provides kingdom life principles to help leaders live life well. Join me next week, God willing, and we'll continue our discussion. If the word I have spoken is a rhema word and it bears witness with your spirit, like, share, and subscribe to stay connected and to be notified. Also, if this broadcast has blessed you in any way, consider supporting MDC with a monthly donation to help us sustain future episodes. You can simply cash app us at dollar sign Juna Girl, that's J-U-N-I-A, Girl, G-I-R-L, one word. Thank you in advance. Don't forget to follow us on YouTube. And please, don't forget to win a chance to win a kingdom coaching session with me. I pray your peace, harmony, wholeness, love, and prosperity. Shalom.